This is just Zach Ansbury Channel. Welcome. Today's podcast clip comes from an interview with Professor Scott Coslow from Macquarie University. Sure. Or, or any... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say something that will sound like an ad for, for you guys, but they should call you guys and, <laughs> and say, come and give us a presentation. And that, that's who they should be talking to. Um, there's, there's maybe 10% of academics are focused on this, how do you produce ads. Mm. Um, talk to those folks, but they're not going to, they're not going to be the, the bulk and of the folks that show up at conferences. Yeah. Okay. So that's the caveat. Now, what should young academics go to? Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I hate to say this. I'm going to tell you what not to go to. That's an equally good answer. Um, don't go to a huge conference um, with a million people there. You won't talk to anybody, or at least you won't have a serious conversation with anyone. Yeah. Um, you want something small where senior people are there. Now, I'm going to say nasty things about one conference. I probably shouldn't even name its name. Um, <laughs> I started going to this conference years ago. Um, and it was pretty much all the senior people there, and they were there from the first sessions to the end of the day. And you could go around and talk to them, have chats, talk to them about research ideas. Um, I have an idea about this. What do you think? They give you feedback. Mm-hmm. That's the way that conference used to be. And it was a conference of 100 to 150 people. Okay? Over time, it's gotten bigger. At the last one, I think it was over 1,000 people. Wow. Okay? Now, it just so happens, because I know... The senior people from years ago, um, for example, I'm sitting there looking, uh, checking out which session I want to go to. I'm reading the board with the, the things on it because I had lost my program. And I look up and it's Berger Winterfeld. Okay? Now, Berger was one of my old lecturers when I was MBA program. Okay? And he was very influential in choosing about PhDs and this, that, and the other. Now, Berger is well-known in the management field. Um, Werner Felt 1984 is cited a million times. Um, it is on the uh, resource-based view of the firm. Mind you, I was taught resource-based view of the firm by Berger, the way Berger wrote it in the 1984 paper. Okay, Everybody else cites it as something different. Okay, Or at least they, they put words into Berger's mouth that he yeah. actually didn't say. Academic uh, equivalent of like the, the Chinese whispers game, yeah, I suppose. There you go. <laughs> okay, so I, I think I understand what Berger was saying, and it has definitely influenced me. Um, and so Berger's walking down the hall, Berger, how are you? Hello, how are you? And so forth. We start talking about research. Um, and we had good, productive conversation. But... Was Berger there the whole time? He was actually there more than most senior people. Um, another senior colleague that, that I was uh, have, have had a lot of interaction with before, a guy named Harold Van Herdy. Um, he's now He was at uh, Waikato where I was. I hired him in years ago. Um, he is now at uh, University of New South Wales. Mm. Um, you know, I could go up and talk to him, but these folks, they sort of show up for a few minutes and then they leave. Okay. They're not there all the time, okay? So this is a problem because you get to these big, huge, unwieldy conferences. You can't talk to anybody. Yeah. Now, because I knew these folks, it's like, oh, Berger's here. Let's, I'll go talk to Berger. And Berger's like, yeah, I don't know anybody here. Glad that you're here. Let's have a talk, okay? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, they can be quite daunting, really, because there are so many people. Yeah, because they still run into the same problem of, I don't know who all these people are. Mm. Okay, and it's like if you're in a great city, 
Like I think that one was in a really fabulous capital of Europe. It's like, let's go into town and have some fun, sightsee. Mm. Easy distraction from a conference. So yeah. don't don't go to those. Okay. Go to small ones in your specialty area where people hang out at the conference. Okay. That sounds like excellent advice, actually. Um, so uh, marketers, we, we read quite a bit, whether it's industry publications or, or books or, or articles or anything. Do you have a particular book? It doesn't have to be marketing related. That is your favorite or something that you would recommend for people who are listening to the podcast? Hey, Whipple, squeeze this. Hey, Whipple, squeeze this. Luke Sullivan's book on creativity. Okay. okay? He's a, a old-fashioned creative. He wrote this book about how ads are really produced. It's absolutely wonderful. It's charming. It's got great stories. It's got great content. Is he an academic? I think he actually works in academia now, but he, he mostly teaches. He doesn't do research. Yeah. But this is a great book. Hey, Whipple, squeeze this. Hey, Whipple, squeeze this. I'll add that to the um, – I've got a stack of books I have to read now from, <laughs> from this podcast because I've been asking this question so much. Yeah. Um, and all, all great recommendations as well. Um, so you mentioned before that there were you wouldn't recommend people in industry. Hey guys, it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.